And here's your host, Ignite Coach, number one best-selling author, autism mom expert, and thought leader, Dr. Allie Griffith. What's up? What's up? What is up? And welcome to the Dr. Allie Griffith Show, Mindset, Meditation, and Motivation, Autism Special Edition. I'm super excited because this is a special time for me. It is April at the time of this recording, but you might be listening to it anytime. And um, it was a special uh, decision, last minute decision that I decided to put together a, a track or a combination of tracks of different autism super heroes and superheroes that are out here in our world that's impacting and helping other families as they are also living with it, like myself. Um, tonight's guest, today's guest we have is the last verse Sanders. And I'm so super excited. Actually, I should say the last verse Griffin Sanders. Let me make sure I give, give full credit to the full name. Uh, she is a trauma therapist. I'm throwing out that word X. Life coach, author, and a mommy of the amazing Amory. Um, she can be found at Amory's Journey on Facebook, and you'll see some other handles of where she can be found. Um, a little bit about her. She's a 14-year teacher that turned a stay-at-home mom because she has been uh, basically advocating and supporting her special needs daughter, Delasper. Oh, special needs daughter, Amory. Delasper has devoted her adult life to making the lives of children better. Uh, when she was finally blessed with a child at the age of 41, she was overjoyed. This overjoy slowly turned into overwhelm as she had to fought, fight her way back from six years to be able to help other mothers of special needs kiddos with multiple diagnosis learn how to fight their way also. Um, her favorite flower is a sunflower. And um, strangely enough, sunflowers share light and life with each other. This is the Lasper's goal in life. She want to share life and light together through her experience and um, through her ups and downs as she helped you to navigate the process. Or even, you know, those that are listening and or those you may know that you want to refer to listen to the, today's show. Um, when the Lasper was dying inside, ooh, Dr. Allie, that's me, reached out and turned her light to, to, to the Lasper. Now Delasper is turning her light to other moms, each one reach one. What an amazing bio to share with you guys. Please, uh, let's welcome Delasper as she shares her journey. Uh, she's going to be sharing a little bit about her book today. She's going to share, give you guys some, some tools and simple techniques that she has used along the way. And most importantly, she's going to inspire you to know that uh, you too can get through uh, this process called parenting a child with special needs. So last, but welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Ellie. Hi, how are you? I am blessed, and it's super excited to have you here. Um, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna go straight into it. When you uh, found out that Amory was diagnosed with being with having multiple um, special needs or different needs, um, where she required additional exceptional care, and you had to stop working, how did that make you feel at that time? In a nutshell, devastated. Mm. 
I had given my life to help other people's children. And I was finally blessed with one of my own. And I couldn't do anything to help her. And it was just devastating for me. Wow. So, uh, and this is from my moms at home. I stay at home moms that are, that have chosen, that made that choice, um, whether it's intentionally or just thrown into it to shift from uh, working full time to now having your child as your full time. Um, uh, I wouldn't even want to say gig, just your full time life. Uh, share with us some things that you help to keep yourself motivated during the most challenging moments. Wow. During my most challenging moments, I think honestly what kept me motivated was finding people like you, finding people who were able to sustain me when I couldn't sustain myself. Uh, just finding even some of my former students stepping up and saying, you did this with us. You can do this. You can handle this. She can't throw anything at you that you can't handle even though I felt like every day that Amory got up, she was throwing something new at me that I had no idea where the heck it came from, what to do with it, and even how to respond to it. Uh, it helped having you say, you can do this. I watched you for years before ever really reaching out because I wanted to know that you were real, that you were sincere, and that you really felt like this could be done. It took me a long time to trust you, to know that, oh, she's, she's, she's a real person. She's like really living this life. And finding you and finding people like Stacy helped me to know, you know what? I can take tools. I can do what's needed for my daughter. Now, don't get me wrong. Even right now, today I got up and said, oh my God. I don't have anything for my baby for Easter. It's Easter. I don't have anything for my baby because guess what? My baby's never cared about Easter. But today she woke up caring about Easter. So I had to try to find a friend who was my backbone, who walked in the door and said, Easter basket here. Easter basket's there. So Amory has been eating candy and cookies and cakes all day long. But it's finding your support system and learning to lean on your support system. And that's where I had to really grow because I was always the person people leaned on. Mm. But for the first time in my life, I had to accept needing to lean on somebody and doing it. And I still have trouble doing it. Don't get me wrong, but it gets easier and easier as I go. Wow, you landed on some amazing topics. Hey, thank you so much for um, your trust in me. Um, you know, it, it's important for me to uh, come back and help other parents because I remember feeling, do I have the tools? Can I make this? I know I've helped so many others, but can I help my own? It's always challenging when, especially for us as professionals, we've helped others. And then you look back and say, but how do I help my own? It's it's almost like it's a tug and a pull. And I don't know for you out there that are listening that maybe in this um, in this state where you you can help everyone else with their problems or with their challenges. But when it comes to your own backyard, you know, it's like, OK, what do I do? Um, if anything, what I want you to hear today or see today is 
that a lot of the tools and a lot of things that, you know, we've been given, God has given us the divine, the universe, whoever you may choose, um, that has helped us through other struggles in our lives are some of the same tools that we use again. We just forget, like we forget that we did it before. So at this special time when I'm recording this, which is the COVID-19 pandemic um, in 2020, uh, we are dealing with a new normal, temporary new normal, where it's another new challenge, another new exceptional challenge. And once again, we have to go and recreate the wheel. We have to find out what do we do to help our children through through this process that's just new. Now we have to stay indoors. Now we can't follow, you know, certain scale schedules that our kids are used to. And me helping, you helping right now to just let each other know, which was the second thing you, you mentioned, was that we have support. Like to use our support, to call that friend, to say, oh my goodness, I don't have a basket. How can you support me? And just being able to say, uh, hey guys, I need help. I don't have this. Um, or I need your support or suggestion on how I can do this. And I want you guys to know part of me bringing the last for on tonight and today as you're listening is more so that you can hear that there are other moms out here that are just like you and that are here to support you. You know, she's, I'm going to have her show notes at the bottom of how you can get in touch with her, some things that she's been through. Can you share your the name of your book and um, the purpose of why you decided to put together your book. And um, if any any families out there are interested in getting the book, you can also. Uh, my book is No Greater Love, Parenting Through Multiple Diagnoses. Uh, I started to write this book, honestly. I didn't know that I would ever publish it, but it was written as a healing thing for me. I needed to heal some stuff within myself to be able to even deal with the multiple diagnoses of my child. We never know when we're pregnant that we're going to have a child who's going to need special needs. We never really know. All children have special needs. All children need special things. But there are some children who just need a little bit more than others. Mm -hmm. Amory turned out to be one of those children. And through all of the multiple diagnoses that we got, we were blessed because we got a diagnosis at a time. One year we got autism diagnosis. The next year we got epilepsy diagnosis. The next year we got, you know, it was just a diagnosis after diagnosis. So I didn't feel overwhelmed in getting all of them at the same time. So I was able to kind of come back and come through one of them. And then all of a sudden I got hit with something else. So now I find myself every year going, okay, what am I going to get hit with this year? What am I going to get hit with this year? And I keep remembering when I read my book that through all of the diagnosis, she went through them and she came out of them yes. on the other side. And that's what I have to keep reminding myself. I actually went into the bathroom this morning and sat and read three chapters just because I needed to remember mm. that I had been through this mm. and I needed to get through it again. But it's all about going through. This book is on Amazon. If you happen to have Amazon Kindle Unlimited, you can read it for free. If not, it's only $2.99 for a Kindle version. It's $9.99 if you want the book itself. But if you want the Kindle version, it's only $2.99. You can find it on Amazon. Just look up my name. If you look up to last, I'm sure there's only one in the world. <laughs> so I'm sure you can find it. 
But and we'll have book. the link directly for it, you know, as you guys okay. are listening. So you just have to click on the link. It'll take you directly there. I am, as one of her coaches, going to ask you or request of you that you do get the physical book because this is how we show, you know, our full support. And definitely get the Kindle. If you want to start watching, reading it right now, then go for it. But definitely buy a solid book. Um, like Delasper was mentioning, it was therapeutic initially for her. It was literally just writing down what she was going through for my other special needs moms out there that want to write a book that has a story inside of them. This may be someone who you want to contact and ask her because that's what they did with me. They asked me with well, Dr. Ali, why do you do it? How did you do it? I was able to share the process and now you can come to either myself or Delasper and ask her, how do you do it? How do you share the stories? Initially, as same when I wrote Amazing Gift, it was not for me. It was my journey. It was my own therapy. It was the way I was helping myself through the process, which ended up being remarkable for other families. So here's another uh, book that's that's just, you know, that she's still going back in and reading, like still using it as therapy because our lives don't stop. It doesn't disappear. The special needs don't exactly. disappear. We just start uh, learning new ways and learning, um, creating new techniques and 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 tools in which we can we can navigate it. Not knowing when we have unexpected challenges, like okay, we got to try something else because here comes something new. Um, so, what do you use as and and your book is one source. What do you use to keep you going? I mean, I. I got to share this quickly with you guys that are listening. I mean, up to last year when Delasper and I were talking a little bit over last year, Amory was almost not, oh, she was in the hospital. Like they were giving her, you know, that she only has a few more days and they were asking Delasper, does she need to DNR and all these questions that she was dealing with. And once again, this survivor like Amory has been through so much. I, I just admire her strength, you know, and how she can do it and how she still gets through. And if anything, I want you guys to hear that. But what motivates you through those moments when you have to go through, uh, when they come and ask you to DNR and you look at them and you're like, oh my goodness, my child, my baby, how do I do this? My faith. Mm. My faith. And again, my support system you know that those three months of my life were just amazingly supported by people like you your mom uh just knowing that i could pick up my phone and dial that number and she was going to answer the phone i didn't have to worry about it mm. i knew that that was going to get me through and now honestly Amory does mm. just seeing her walk when they told me she wouldn't gets me through a lot of stuff. When the Easter bunny came by yesterday and she smiled at him, it got me through some stuff because these were things that they never thought she'd be able to do. They never thought she'd return home. And I was thinking I was going to have to sell my house because there's no way I was going to live in this house if my baby wasn't here. And now my baby is running all over the house, destroying it. I don't care that she's destroying it anymore. All I care about is that she's here to destroy it. And that's what I think this whole journey has taught me. All of these materialistic things that I thought I wanted mm. and that I thought I needed in my life. I don't need that. All I need is that little five foot four inch girl 
who's only eight years old and everybody thinks is 14 and 15. <laughs> that's all I need. And if she's happy, I'm happy. And that's what motivates me to keep going every day. So as, as we, and thank you for your full transparency, as we are in a, in a state of time where I personally feel we're all being brought back to basics, right? The COVID-19 pandemic is happening right now. We're all in our homes. We're all learning the value of things and that material things really don't matter. At this time, money is not something that we we are all shooting and racing for. We do need it to sustain, but all of a sudden these material things, these cars mean nothing. You know, the homes, houses, and mansions mean nothing. Um, But what tends to mean the most right now are our family um, relationships that we have. What the last bird keeps landing on is support, creating that support team, knowing that, you know, support comes outside of just family, our blood blood family. And I had to learn that myself. Uh, my tribe, my amazing moms are my support. You know, my mom, Puneers on Fire, they're my support when it comes to business. And even when it comes to the fact that I can still do these shows and do classes and conferences and coaching sessions and still have my child run around, be himself and still be able to serve. Um, as you're listening to this right now, I, there, there's some key things that, that she, that the last person said that I want you to take out of this. And one thing is definitely get a support team, create a support team, and a support team doesn't only have to be your family. The second thing is look at the strength of individuals with special needs and how they have been living with, with ex- unexpected challenges every single day. And they're still getting through. This COVID-19 is not comfortable, especially with us in New York, you in um, New Orleans, where it's getting closer and closer and people that we know are no longer making it. And what it always reminds me every day is, is gratitude to remember to be grateful, to remember to be grateful for being here and for those that are around us that are here and to learn from each other. Um, do you have a, a prayer or meditation process that helps you through your really, really challenging times? You said faith. Um, how do you lean on faith during those challenging moments? I play the piano. Ooh. I play the piano. I've uh, started again. I started when I was three, but I've started again just sitting down playing the piano and trying to, as my mom would say, get my mind right. Because being trapped in this house is just weird for me. Now, I never really wanted to go outside before, but now I find all this stuff outside I could be doing. Um, so my music is my, is my go-to when it comes to trying to settle my brain and settle my mind and settle my thoughts. Because when you're in this, especially this COVID-19 situation, we have a tendency to let our brains overwork. And I have to turn the TV off and turn the news off and literally sit down at the piano and just play and just whatever comes out, comes out. So that's where I am now. I love it. And Zalasper is in the process of starting a program where she's helping other families, um, families with children with special needs, but just other families who want to learn how to play the piano or who just wants to listen to her play the, play the piano for a soothing effect. 
um, uh, get in touch with her below. All her information of how you can get in touch with her below. Uh, she's not taking everyone, but we're definitely going to find a way how she can still support you, whether it's joining her group and having moments when she just has piano time or recorded times that you could just listen. And um, let's continue to support each other because if that's what's soothing to her, I definitely have saw how um, Zachary learning how the piano has helped him and helped to shape him during some really challenging times. Um, as we get ready to wrap up, I'd like to ask our guests this one question. It's called a soundbite, where it's just one quick thing that you want everyone to know. Um, each guest, I believe, is sent for a reason. Um, I'm blessed to have an, a platform with over 6,000 downloads at this moment. And guys, make sure you keep downloading and sharing it with your friends because we want to make sure our voices get heard all throughout the world, whether it's autism or whether it's being a mompreneur. Um, what do you think you were sent here for that listener who's tuned in right now to hear? What message did you think they need to hear from you before they um, go invite a friend or they leave or whatever? What, what was that message? What do you think that is? I think that message is simple. Delay does not mean denied. Trust the process. Mm. And lean on the processor. Delayed does not mean denied. Trust the process and lean on the processor. I don't have anything else to add on top of that. All I can say is, guys, make sure you, you share this experience. Make sure someone else gets ignited by it or just motivated to let them know that they too can make it. Um, you may not be the person, but you'll know someone else who needs to hear this. So go invite a friend, go invite three friends to just listen to this as motivation. What I've learned is that a lot of people, even families without special needs, listen to me. Why? Because they feel if she can do it, heck, I have absolutely no reason why I can't do it. And I want you to use that also as your source. If the Lasper can do it, if all these other families and, and moms that I'm bringing and, and experts I'm bringing, sharing with you their journey, sharing with you the process, what motivates them. If they can do it, you sure can do it also. So make sure you pass it out. And as always, I want to leave you with our parting notes. Remember to keep being amazing in your thoughts, in your words, and in your actions. Until next time, peace.